Welcome to episode five of Background Noise. We're on five now. This is number five. Week five. Lucky number five. And today we are going to be talking all about music and our favorite songs at the moment and artists and music in general, (laughs) instruments. Pretty much my forte. I'll be talking a lot in this episode. This episode of Background Noise is brought to you by the RRC Culinary Exchange. Probably the best place to get lunch downtown. That's a, that's a tall order. Uh, there's a lot of great restaurants down here. But I'm telling you that this place is actually an incredible place to go. Because you get gourmet quality restaurant food. No. Restaurant, hmm, restaurant quality gourmet food for like a much more affordable price because it's made by students. And okay, so you think, oh, it's students, it's gonna be crap, it's gonna be, you know, an egg salad sandwich and a bowl of mushroom soup, but I'm telling you, this stuff is top quality stuff. They work just as hard over there as we do here, at food, obviously. So if you're downtown, check it out for lunch. Uh, They have a short order every weekday from 11 till 2, I believe. And every Friday they have a themed buffet, which is an incredible spread. You get it's basically an all-you-can-eat spread for like 11 bucks. You go in there, fill your plate with all this kind of crazy themed food from, you know, they have Chinese theme, they have French theme, French Canadian. It is amazing, I guarantee you. So RC Culinary Exchange, uh, check it out for lunch or dinner or whenever you're hungry. <laughs> nice music pun there. I appreciate what you yeah, did. Yeah, because exactly. it's your forte. Exactly. Hey. All right, for those very good. Who don't know forte means loud <laughs> on a music sheet. We're gonna be loud on the background We're noise be loud. here. It's hey. not background noise. This is gonna be foreground, foreground noise. Foreground noise. Just We're making for today. the noise. We're bringing the noise. <laughs> bringing exactly. the ruckus. Bringing the ru- bringing the ruckus. Ruckus, ruckus, ruckus. Okay. Ruckus. Okay. So, who wants? Do you want to go first on you your go tunes? First? <laughs> well, okay. Let's first talk about why we're doing this episode because last week or the week before i guess yeah i don't know um janina's area of expertise is music uh music is most definitely not mine (laughs) um i only listen to it when the radio it like happens to be on or like i need background it's your background i need background noise for studying (laughs) do the plug um yeah i just i don't know like the amount that people get into music is really confusing to me. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, I mean, that's great. That's an awesome thing to be into. Mm-hmm. I just can't really conceptually understand it. I don't, right. I don't really you understand getting... your head around it. Yeah, I don't understand getting that excited about some some music notes. And, yeah. like, I was in band. Like, I played piano for years. Yeah. Like, it's not new to me. I just... I don't feel it, man. I don't get it. <laughs> so, please. Were you, like, catapulted into it? Like, here you go. Play this instrument. <laughs> well, I don't really well, want to, but okay. <laughs> well, it's like I never had anything against piano necessarily. Like, okay. it was it was fine. I just, <clears throat> like, it was just a thing that I did. It wasn't like, oh, my God, I'm so passionate about the music. Uh, yeah. I'm like, I can make nice sounds when I play the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds and pretty. I joined band because uh, there was a Europe trip, so. <laughs> oh, you actually went to Europe? Yeah, it was fun. I just went to Edmonton for mine. Oh, yeah. Our <laughs> band trip was great. It was, like, it was over the summer, uh, summer of oh, after grade awesome. 10, and, uh. We went to Switzerland and Germany and all Italy. around. You and did yeah, the rounds. It was like a, was like a two-week tour. See, I was you, just that's, that's rock star. Yeah. I wish I could go on tour. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty cool. It was like I don't know. I didn't have tons of friends in band, so it was uh-huh. a little bit isolating. But like, I joined band just because everyone was in band. It was like the default option. It was either okay. band, dance, or art. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. most kids were just like, I don't really dance. <laughs> nor can I draw, but I could probably pick up an instrument. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> so I joined that, and I was in it from all throughout high school, yeah. grade seven to twelve. Then joined jazz band in grade nine. Nope, grade eight. So that's cool. That's my music. But like, but before that, I was always a musician. I was always um, playing guitar, or piano, just because it was the norm in my household. Like my mom is a musician, and my dad did musical theater. My mom sang in choirs. Holy crap. Yeah, so they were always just, it was just like a family thing. Yeah. And then I just kind of naturally picked it up because it was, there was always an instrument in the house and I was always curious and I'm like, okay, I want to learn. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I guess if you're surrounded by it, it's much easier to Yeah, I was raised in it, so yeah. I didn't know of, anything What else. kind of instruments did you have lying around your house? Like- um, so we had two guitars, two classical guitars. Okay. And then this weird flute thingy there's always <laughs> recorders those are like recorders are the <laughs> everyone worst. started oh my god recorders in like grade two hot yeah. cross buns like, and then yeah, um awful then a keyboard my parents got when i was like nine mm-hmm. 
And yeah, I just kind of fiddled around with it and then took it a little more seriously when I got to high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I yeah, didn't know how, yeah. how musical I was until I looked back and I realized that I was always surrounded by it, mm-hmm. even from age two. Like, Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, I mean, we always had a piano in our house, but it was always just sort of a fixture of this is what you got to practice on. Like, this, this is, you got to go do your practicing kind mm-hmm. of thing. And it was like, we had two pianos actually. They were they were proper pianos. Like they were they weren't grands or anything, but they're just little uprights. Yeah. The first one we had was about five feet tall, and it was so badly tuned. <laughs> like, I, but I, I couldn't tell because I was you know like six at the time, and it was just like this old cruddy thing. And it was like plunk plunk plunk. plunk, plunk. <laughs> we actually have this really nice piano now from our grandmother. Okay. It's like a hundred years old, and it's got like real ivory, and some of it's like chipping away on the keys. And uh, we have it upstairs in our our living room, which is like this enormous 18 foot ceiling room so it like wow. echoes when you're practicing it echoes through the whole house yeah which is both good and bad like it sounds really good but then the whole house knows when you fucked it up <laughs> like, of course you press the wrong note and it's like well the whole house knew about that so like <laughs> like doing your scales and stuff it just yeah. when you like, oh, it was so intimidating you know that's true you kind of want to be in your own little soundproof room exactly. ideally like that was always me. I just locked myself in my room and practiced guitar for hours. Yeah. And when someone would come up and knock on my door, I'd be like, go away. Yeah, exactly. Let me practice in peace. And then when I get good, I'll show you, you know? Exactly. <laughs> right? And it, yeah, but it always felt like it was a concert. So it was right. really intimidating to just, to, like, because you have to make mistakes. You have to go up <clears throat> and practice your scales or exactly. whatever. And then I wish I could have a keyboard to be able to plug in, like, headphones. Yeah. So you wouldn't have to hear it. But then... Then we got a keyboard in our apartment and we didn't use it because it was too small because I was used to actual piano. So... <laughs> It would basically basically got fucked on both ends. However, <laughs> did you ever have any recitals? Uh, yes, actually, yeah, yeah. My piano teachers were big on recitals. Um, I actually was. Um, we had this one recital. It was in the Assiniboine Park oh. Conservatory. Nice. Uh, you know the place with like all the flowers. Yeah, and stuff, and that like, place. There's yeah. a little, little lowered area, mm-hmm. and the idea for recitals usually is you know the little kids go first, and then it kind of goes older, the progression, higher of, levels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it gets better as you go along. So you're like still impressed as you like you don't want to have the the really good person go first and then you have the <laughs> and then all the you set it set everyone else up for failure exactly. you, have, you have the six-year-olds going next it's like well that sounds like crap <laughs> so you want to be able to have it like that but yeah. here's the thing get the finale like i was always kind of i mean you know this was at i don't know middle high school how so old were you like, when you stopped uh end of high school okay okay i, so. I played all through high school yeah, yeah. Um, but there were a few people who were sort of university level like right I was 10 there's some grade 12s there yeah i was like in the top 80%, but definitely not the best player there. Mm-hmm. But my friggin' piano teacher, because I was working on this one song that was probably harder than I, sh- I should have been working on, but I've been doing it for ages. She put me at the end. I was the last act. Whoa, I went after. You were like the, like, the main the event. I was almost pissing myself. <laughs> oh my God, I, I would so be annoyed. too. Because like, I didn't dress up nice. I was wearing yeah. jeans and a Doctor Who t-shirt. <laughs> I was just, I was kind of really annoyed at the oh world that day. And, yeah. And you and didn't like, like, you didn't prep for it. Well, I that, mean, in that sense that you were going to be the last act. Yeah, I would have been much you, more. Yeah, yeah. You would have been much more prepared. And I mean, I've always suffered from terrible stage fright. Yeah, like, oh yeah. My hands, something wrong with my hands, my hands sweat. Mm-hmm. Like, it's gross. <laughs> Trigger warning for grossness, I guess, or whatever. Like, <laughs> my hands sweat a ludicrous amount. When I'm mm-hmm. nervous and I'm playing on the keys, there are little puddles left out after <laughs> I'm done. It's so gross. Like, playing video games, you don't want to touch my controller because it's so full of. Anyway, <laughs> terrible, hands. awful. Um,. But, like, I can usually prepare for it a little bit if I know what's coming. But then I f- when, like, you know, my bracket kind of came and left at, at that recital. And then all these better people are playing. And I'm like, I haven't gone yet. Dear God. And, like, the, the ball dropped or whatever. And, yeah. So I got there. My hands are shaking. I didn't do nearly as well as I probably could have. Right. But yeah. you got the claps. I you did. I mean, it was, it was okay. But, man, my I, I was pretty pissed at my teacher. Yeah. Like, that oh, why day. would it was you do that? Good. Did you have recitals? Um, no, I stopped piano lessons before I could even have a recital because mm. then I was just like, screw this. I could learn my own, learn on my own, at my own pace. And yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I was always a self-taught musician because I taught myself guitar. And that then takes so much discipline. It does, actually. I didn't realize how many years I worked on trying to perfect it. And then mm-hmm. once you get it, everything else just follows mm-hmm. and it comes naturally. So I think I started... I picked up one first when I was around 11 because there was just a a couple classical guitars lying around the house and Mm -hmm. I asked my mom to just teach me a chord 
She's like, okay, here's the A chord. It's the easiest one. You just put your fingers in a straight line and you just, you strum. Mm -hmm. And when I strummed, it just, the noise was ugly. And that's like (laughs) the first thing you're like, oh, you're trying to do everything right and then you strum and then it it sounds bad. And you're like, okay, I'll give up. And that's where a lot of people get discouraged because I've tried to teach a lot of people how to play guitar and then they get so discouraged when they're like, okay, my fingers are in the right place and I'm doing it and it doesn't sound good. How come it sounds so good when you do it? And like, well... I don't know. There's like a feel for it. There's like that magic spot where you're like, you have all, everything in place and then it's, you can make it sound good, but it okay. takes so long to get there. So is it like a certain pot on, spot on the strings you have to yeah, hit? Yeah. You gotta, or, or like... place, you gotta place your fingers at like a perfect pressure. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. you can't press down too hard. You can't press, be too uh, soft. Yeah. And then you gotta strum, you know, at the right time. Time. And... Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's complicated. There's a rhythm to it. Yeah. There's a you... rhythm in the music. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And yeah, so I taught myself guitar and then I picked up an electric guitar in middle school and that's when I really, really got into music. And I started jamming with my friends that were the only girls who really liked music as well. Mm -hmm. And then started writing songs. And that's kind of when I got into it because no one, I found like these two friends who played guitar as well and no one else really did it mm-hmm. or it was in into that scene so then i got close with them and then we kind of formed a band in at the end of high school and then we played two two shows or two 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 gigs which <laughs> were just high school talent shows but that okay. was like the highlight of my high school was because i was known for that well before i started performing i was just like the quiet girl in the corner yeah and that's what they knew me as and then as soon as i started performing they're like okay you're the girl you're the musician you're the music nerd <laughs> That's a, yeah, that's a good yeah. thing to be because like it's being, crazy how your label yeah. could just f- flipped yeah. opposite. They're just like, whoa, what? <laughs> You're and it takes so much guts to just go on stage and play guitar. I can't sing. imagine like yeah. getting used to being on stage. You don't get used to it. Oh, well, <laughs> like okay, even now, like, right? How do you do it without crapping your pants? Um, <laughs> basically, I don't know. It's I like think an adrenaline rush or like yeah, it's like an adrenaline rush, and um, you kind of your mind just kind of goes blank but you're just like feeling the music and mm-hmm. you're just like thinking about the music and how it makes you feel and everything yeah and then after i'm done i'm like what did i do because <laughs> you're, you're just so you get that rush and then after you forget everything because you're yeah. just like holy crap yeah you just kind of get in the moment i kind of know what you mean like yeah. I've, I've experienced that with like band concerts and stuff yeah but it was never really high pressure for me because i was always in the back just, in the back yeah just doing that, the drums that's what like, i would do like i would totally fine. in choirs and stuff i would just gravitate toward the back and we like, were in choir too all yeah. right yeah because you can sing <laughs> <laughs> i was in choir and then i was in the honor choir but i would never audition for solos or anything oh yeah yeah never i would just crap my pants and then grade 11 comes comes around and i joined this vocal jazz group which is like a small choir and we just sing jazz songs right and everyone had to have a solo at one point so oh i did God. and i like passed out before a show oh no yeah legit what okay yeah. tell me the story okay so I, it was like um some sort of ceremony and we had we were scheduled to sing and then i was like feeling sick that day anyway i'm like there's yeah. no way i'm gonna sing this solo properly yeah. and i like freaked myself out right before we were going on stage and then went out cold for like i don't <laughs> know how long i woke up in a classroom and then thank god they had another song prepared uh-huh. so they sang that instead like the backup okay. song and after i woke up, i'm like oh i'm so sorry and they're like oh, it's no. okay this is your first solo ever yeah. i've never sang by myself ever until that point and then a few weeks later i had like a, another go at it mm-hmm. and then they had like it was hilarious because we have this formation mm-hmm. and then they put a chair behind me <laughs> and I was like, this is funny guys, but I didn't need the chair. And That's then I good. was like, okay, this is good. It, is, it isn't so bad. And then once you start off with a small crowd and then it gets bigger and bigger, then you get used to it. Okay. Yeah. Cause it wasn't that big of a crowd. I don't know why I was nervous. I was just, maybe because there was, there was media there. Was there media there? Oh yeah, God. It was a, uh, putting a camera in front of you? It was, a, it was like a citizenship ceremony. So there was oh. like cameras, government people, and then... Yeah, that's that's pretty like official. So cam- I, I cameras plus crowd is like not good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Intro- introverts, uh, pro yeah. tip: if you want to get out of your shell and be a cool kid, you gotta uh, do it at one point. Do something that freaks you out. Join, then, join the band. Because the then you, you have a story after. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Even if it's that you passed out. Exactly. <laughs> it's, oh, it's so funny because my old choir teacher, I still kind of keep t- in touch with her, mm-hmm. and she still remembers that and like brings it up and like <laughs> we just laugh about it. Yeah. But well, at the time, memorable. it is memorable. At the time, I was just like. 
in tears. I was like almost crying. I was like, I'm so sorry. We were yeah. so hard. I was like, I felt bad. And they're like, don't worry about it. Don't sweat it. Like it happens. And a lot of people do that. You know? Oh, okay. Well, that's good. That's good. My they're other, they're like, it. yeah, I passed out before show too. Yeah. I remember the school play. Yeah. You know, all that. <laughs> yeah. It kind of yeah. reminds me of my first um, on-camera exercise for TV last year. Right. Well, like you weren't there. This was my very first year at Creek On. Like, oh, first yeah, semester. yeah, yeah. Um, like the difference between then and now is astounding. I've gotten much more comfortable like in front of cameras. Yeah. I still don't like it. It's still not something I would choose to do, but I can do it without mm-hmm. my brain like having an aneurysm and just, <laughs> you know, like I can actually get the words out now. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like we had this thing where we had to like prepare a script and did you guys do this? Like it was in conjunction with Writer's Craft. The editorials. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. Write the script that was freaky. Yeah. Then, yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I should have practiced more beforehand, but like, I'm usually pretty good at winging stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then the camera went in front of me and I saw the teleprompter yeah. and I just. And it feels like you're actually on live television. Oh. You're like, no, it's the environment. A lot of yeah. it is the environment. Like, like you're in like the blazer and you got like the fancy yep. outfit on. The you're lights to be are like, on you. Yeah. Oh my God. That's what freaks you out the most is like the illusion of millions of people are watching you blah, yeah blah. like i don't know how people could do that for a living every oh, day God. yeah no but awful. it's definitely like a talent like you have a talent for just being <laughs> you should be in broadcasting you know yeah exactly yeah but so like yeah both my like we did you, we did two takes yeah, yeah. the two takes both did my you, takes were garbage really? i couldn't get through them and you had to pick one too and you're like yeah. oh which one's okay there less was, crappy the first one i like froze 25 percent of the way through the second one I froze 75% of the way through. <laughs> they were just so bad. Aww. I cannot believe I like passed that course, let alone that assignment. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I actually failed that assignment, but I guess Ford could see like, that I was trying, I guess. Yeah. I just, oh my I God. I think just doing it. Like some people Terrible. refuse to do it and mm-hmm. the fact that you just did it and it, yeah. it made you feel. That's like the, um, the not the stand-ups. What's the thing that we did? Live hits? Live hits. Yeah. Uh, those ones, yeah. Hey, yeah. you're pretty good at the live hits. <laughs> practice. Yeah, practice makes perfect. <laughs> I had that extra one that nobody nobody in my year, in this year saw. Yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, like even then, like from the that first month to like the, you know, fourth month after that, mm-hmm. it's just this amazing transition that, I don't know. Yeah. You, you got you to gotta do it as much do as it, it sucks. Yeah, do as it, much as it sucks. It. And then you get used to it, you will never like it, mm-hmm. but it gets easier. Yeah. It's like... Once you've done it once, you can kind of see where you went wrong and like. And once you've done it once, you you can do it again, just because yeah. you know you made it through. Yeah, you're in that headspace. You can yeah. like access that same headspace again yeah. and just kind of do whatever it is that you did. Yeah. I had this like stage fright mechanism where before every show, my choir teacher she she was like the sweetest. She yeah. would, she knew I'd I'd had like mad anxiety. Yeah. So she'd like take me for a walk, like a couple laps around the school oh, cool. and just like do deep breathing and stuff and mm-hmm. it, and it helps so much. Yeah. And then after I'd just be like, okay, it's not so bad. Like you get into that zen zone kind of thing. Yeah. And I do that even before a gig when my band is performing. I'll just like be by myself for a while and I won't eat. Oh, I no. will not eat at all. Yeah. Like I'll just get too nervous and like even eating affects your vocals too. So I had this um my first gig ever that I talked about in an early episode. It was, um, they had like a feast. So, oh, really? But I would not touch the food. And yeah. the thing is, we were on last. So I was on stage oh, just no. starving. But I'm like, okay, I gotta get through this. I oh, gotta get through this. pass out again. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, it's gonna be all over again. Flashbacks. Yeah. But that was actually really, really one of our best. Our first show ever was like, had the biggest crowd. Mm-hmm. It's weird because you're a new band and then we pick up this really good gig mm-hmm. at um, a community center fundraiser and like some really well-known local acts were there and then it's just our tiny little band that no one knows (laughs) and we're just there i'm like man how is this that this is our first gig ever and it's a big crowd like usually you start off in like small restaurants and yeah coffee shops whatever but we started off pretty good like for the community now you have the contacts with those bands and stuff yeah yeah, exactly so So that's good (laughs) part of the community they know who you are now and you just do the networking yeah the networking that's a whole other thing yeah (laughs) i kind of dropped some of those contacts when school started yeah so i'm like yeah. i'm so busy but yeah like i don't know music's like something i'll never stop doing mm-hmm. or else i would go insane so it's like it's like therapy it is of. it's like the escape for me that's really good yeah because school gets crazy and then you know my fun time would just be hanging out with my band and jamming and writing songs and recording music yeah and then playing shows that's really good yeah so should we start um yeah, Talk let's hear songs. Some, let's hear some of your music. I want to oh, hear some of my what, music. Okay, uh, your skills. For I, sure. I was gonna ask you to like sing into the microphone, but 
I'll mm. let you. I'll let you. I'm probably gonna do that for my three hour shift. I'll probably bring my band in. Oh yeah, nice. And we'll sing some I thought songs. Like we're just live. gonna like grab the mic and just start like just, just, ah. freestyling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, definitely not now. Oh my okay, God. so um, so hmm, which song should I play? So our latest song, I made a music video out of it for Media Pro, and everyone, not yeah, everyone pretty much heard it in my yeah. class. But I'll play it again for everyone that didn't hear it yeah for our listeners just, it's just called a clip, you know you don't yeah to, and it's we'll called uh it's called tonight and i wrote it early this year with my band and it's kind of funky and oh, pretty shoot. much our sorry I'll, I'll we'll put this um the link to your oh, soundcloud yeah, we'll, in the blog post oh yeah and yeah. into the description so people can so check out more check it out stuff. afterwards sweet excuse me while i hastily go edit that into the post and <laughs> um <laughs> yeah <laughs> we wrote it collectively like all our songs it's never just one person and then go to my friend's house he has a mixer and some mics and then i hook it up to my laptop and i do all the mixing it's pretty much a diy songwriting like we've never been in a professional studio which we we hope to eventually but right now we do our own stuff and it sounds decent like it's not professional quality but it's not like webcam phone you know webcam phone yeah it's like not <laughs> crappy audio it's pretty clear for what we for our budget yeah so yeah here's a here's a clip of tonight by far from perfect with lead vocals by yours truly <laughs> That was tonight by Far From Perfect. <laughs> That's Janina's band. Yeah. She's very professional. You sounded really good. Thank you. You sound like I don't know. I don't know musicians or actresses or anything, <laughs> but like kind of reminded me of Christina Aguilera. Oh really? I don't know. You got that sort of throaty quality to your voice. I. I l- that's an honor being compared to her because she's <laughs> crazy good. Well. What, what the hell do I know? But like, that's what it sounded like. <laughs> well, like I was. That's the I, name. Of the, I that's grew up to listening to a lot of soul soulful mm. singers i like christine aguilera yeah mariah carey alicia keys those are my i guess vocal Im- influences oh yeah and then yeah that's kind of i don't realize it but i do model a lot of my vocals off of that mm-hmm. the genre the r&b soul really big voice kind of throaty singing yeah that's really good loud it's a really mature sound i think it's like you're not trying to emulate like teeny bop pop star mm, yeah it's like a, it's like a you know <laughs> it's no. a more universal sound I guess yeah is what i'm saying and i like that i like that um i don't know i don't want to sound like miley cyrus or something or hannah montana Dear God. or something <laughs> heaven preserve right? us <laughs> i don't yeah i like always looked up to those big singers those beyonce's of the world oh yeah <laughs> you're gonna be the next beyonce right here <laughs> who said that beyonce with glasses beyonce with glasses from winnipeg <laughs> Oh, um, that's a hashtag i'll put that up on the, <laughs> the twitter post when you hear this very oh, good man. yeah so do you want to you want to start uh introducing our favorite songs of yeah sure of today okay yeah okay because like so you're like plugged into the music scene right of yeah. winnipeg or whatever like ish not, r- not really no? okay what's com- what kind of stuff do you listen to then um I'm really 2006 nice like i'm stuck there because that's <laughs> when i would i'm really i really got into music at that point okay, in my life yeah. i was in middle school and what was popular at that time was pop punk and yeah. like the emo scene avril lavigne i liked avril yeah. lavigne yeah she's my favorite favorite but avril, i had like three of her cds nice. in middle school i had like the sony walkman oh the old school. real yeah. real legit yeah that's legit stuff right there i also had a shania twain cd <laughs> nice i don't know here. 
She was here, wasn't she? Was she really? Yeah. I don't know. I saw you in the crowd. Don't deny it. Yeah, I was totally in the crowd. She's front row. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, I think my music taste is just like stuck there. Yeah. I'm like one of those people. But I do listen to a lot, a lot of modern artists and those, the artists that emerged during that time are still making music. So I kind of just track their stuff. And it's a lot of pop punk. It's a lot of like emo would you would consider emo stuff really yeah well okay because like when i think emo i think really dark and gritty like oh okay i think of like the lighter emo like bands that were labeled emo but i don't really think so yeah Yeah. i think pop punk is probably a better description pop punk yeah that's what not enough people call it that everyone calls it emo i'm like it's not emo if you like the true emo in my opinion are those bands that sing about cutting their wrists and screaming yeah Yeah. that's that's well yeah scream (laughs) Screamo, emo. Well, there's screamo, the and then... That's a different thing. <laughs> I don't know. What's a genre? How I know. How does one genre... just stop labeling. Don't... These, these labels are so arbitrary, man. <laughs> Ugh. Excuse me while I, like, smoke a joint and fucking do this thing here. Um, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Tell okay. me your favorite song. Uh... I feel like I'm going to recognize these, because I definitely listened to the most music in middle school. Yeah. That's when I would, like, listen to Hot 103 all the time, and, like, sing along to, like, Avril Lavigne, and, like... I don't know. What was it? Kelly Clarkson was the thing? Kelly Clarkson, yeah. Is that what you Spotify open. No, here we go. Let's oh, see. Um, see, like, music streaming services? I don't know. Are, is, Spotify, is Spotify the one where you can't skip? Um, If you have it free, you run out of skips. Oh, my God. So I've actually bought Spotify. Okay. It's, well, it's amazing. Fine. Yeah, because then you could just search up any song and then listen okay. to it. So I like, like I like Panic at the Disco. We were just talking about that. Oh, yeah. Panic at the Disco. Um, yeah, my brother listened to They emerged that. in 2005, and then they're still putting out stuff, but there's only one member left. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. So <laughs> they kind of like, <laughs> like good. good for you. And then they yeah. first came out, um, I Write Sins, Not Tragedies was their first song. Yeah. And like, it was so popular. And I don't know where they are now, but I still keep up with their music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, where are they on the radio? I don't know. But I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll, play, I'll, play, I'll play a tune. As I'm pacing the pews in a church corridor And I can't help but to hear No, I can't help but to hear in exchanging of words What a beautiful wedding What a beautiful wedding Says a bridesmaid to a waiter But what a shame What a shame the poor groom's bride is a whore I chime in with a haven't you people ever heard of Closing a goddamn door Okay, so that was Our Sins Not Tragedies. Yeah, really, I definitely uh, remember that. Popular song, everyone knew it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, what also um, I like about that band is they don't stick to one genre. Okay, they're kind of alternative. Like they kind of mess around with electronic stuff and jazz, and then they had this one phase where they would try to sound like the Beatles, and it did not work. <laughs> and that's when like I stopped listening to them for a bit, and then they kicked out that one member because he was trying to take over the sound. And make it Uh-oh. make it like the Beatles. Uh-oh. No, you can't be the Beatles. Come on. You know what annoys me? Beatle fanboys. Oh yeah. Well, well, okay. <laughs> like so people who are pretentious about music in general. Oh like, yeah. Which is really hypocritical of me, it, I guess, because I'm pretentious about like stuff that I like. But man, do I ever hate people who are like? I hate music elitist. Elitist. Elitists, yeah. That's a term. Elitist. If when people hate on others for their music taste, or yeah. if they hate mainstream music or they like oh i like that song before it was cool yeah or like people who are like oh no no good song has been written since 1980 yeah, like okay like, get your head out of your music ass. nowadays like fuck off no kidding <laughs> honestly man. yeah Ugh. those are the worst i think the real music fans that's so funny are the ones that you know are don't really care they just aren't ashamed of what they like and they don't have guilty pleasures because i don't think that should exist if you like no, a song yeah. you like a song i mean yeah i mean if you like that music great Listen to whatever you want. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not here to judge. It's not affecting But me. if you're the one who's shitting all over me because I don't like the same kind of stuff that you like, actually fuck off. Like, just yeah. go fuck yourself. No kidding. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the same with the books, too. Like, I'm just going to swing back to that because that's what I know. <laughs> but, like, there's people who are, like, literature snobs who are, like... Oh, yeah. Oh, like, you have to read, like, Dickens and, like, all the, like, white male 19th century, like, literature about being a guy in New York and... Mm-hmm feeling a titty for the first time like no <laughs> that's not real like again if that's what you like fine great i'm not here to judge yeah but if you're looking Mind down on me because i read other stuff than that who i think who, who, what, blah, 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 blah. if i don't read that kind of stuff 
that <laughs> and you're being all pretentious about it because oh. I don't read that that kind of thing. Like, actually, fuck off. I mm-hmm. hate you. I hate elitists uh, in yeah. any regard. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not to go off on a rant, but yeah, elitists bad. Elitists. Boo. Elitists. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's elitist because it's elite. The word is elite. Elitist. Okay. Yeah. I always said elitist, and I'm like, wait, <laughs> I'm a word elitist. Yeah. Well, no, that's weird too. I had so many words in my when I was younger that like, I would have a certain thing of or certain idea of how to pronounce and it turns out that's not how you pronounce it yeah at all. and i'm like what because you only ever read it you know like epit- you hear, and then you hear someone say it and you're like what the yeah. heck my word was epitome yeah. i always thought it was epitome epitome because that's what it looks I like know, right? yeah because there's like it ends in uh m-e yeah it doesn't end in a y yeah so it's like and what? first time i said that in front of my parents and they're like what and they're like laughing me out of the park and i'm like <laughs> how am i supposed to know this what like literally epitome. anyways yeah so that's an adventure Okay. Anyways, back, back to the email. Back to music. Um, so my first concert I ever went to, I was 13, and I saw My Chemical Romance, who have okay. since broken up. Oh, yeah. Sad. But they were, like, the kings of emo at the time. And the first song I ever heard of theirs, I was 12, and it was Helena. The music video was, like, so gothic. Like, they were, they all had eyeliner on. This uh-huh. is when guys yeah. wore eyeliner. Yeah, guy liner. And, like, looked like they haven't slept since 2001. <laughs> <laughs> I think Fall Out Boy is in that same genre, too, yeah, right? Yeah, they are. They're a little more poppy. Okay. But I'll play yeah. Helena by uh, My Chemical Romance. And sure. It's about the music video is like a funeral. Well, and that's cheery. The, yeah, it's a funeral, and then there's a dead ballerina in a casket, but she gets up and starts dancing. Ooh. Out of the casket, and then she falls again, and then they have like the first. Yeah, there was super like goth pop kind of mm. thing, but okay, like that's what people would label them as. But I saw them in concert, and they they were really really energetic and good and loud. That's cool. Yeah, so I'll, I'll play that. Okay, so that was depressing. So long and good night. So long and good night. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I can never pick out lyrics from songs. Yeah. I'm so bad at that. That was an era where no one would pronounce their words properly, so I'd have to look up the lyrics. And it was always something, like, you wouldn't expect it to be. Yeah, and you're like, what? Potatoes and (laughs) kangaroos? Potatoes and flowers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't think of a specific instance, but I've definitely had, like... I would be singing along to a song, and I would be saying what I knew were nonsense words, but that's what it sounded like they were saying. Mm-hmm. Like, I just didn't, ha- I had no idea. So I was like, all right, let's just make up nonsense words and pretend that's what It's like one of those, singing. like, when you, a song's in your head, you don't even know the words, but oh. how is it in your head kind oh. of thing? Yeah. <laughs> what? Something, something. <laughs> I feel like a lot of the meaning got lost on me as a young right. child, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. If you want to get the thematic uh, meaning of your song across, uh, pronounce your words. Just enunciate. Yeah. The, uh, speaking of MCR. Fall Out Boy was um like my favorite 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 band, mm-hmm. and you they were very known. My brother. Hmm? my brother and his friend were all about Fall Out Boy. Yeah, I saw them like, live when they were here with Blink One Eighty Two. Oh yeah, and they're great, but the lead singer likes to not pronounce his words. Oh yeah, yeah, and they're known yeah. for that. So yeah. the first song I heard was Sugar Going Down, and I <laughs> didn't know the words <laughs> for a good year. <laughs> I would just be like down down da 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 exactly, and then. I was like, what? What does that mean? So I'd like look up the words, but I'd end up looking at vi- YouTube videos where people would make interpretations. Oh, yeah, they'd yeah. caption them poorly? Caption oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's like an art form in and of itself. It is. It's so funny, and that's I would hilarious. like die laughing because it's like, imagine <laughs> if you said that, you know? Yeah, exactly. And it's, yeah, it's really funny. Anyway, you were treated that. That's the only singing I'll do on this episode, by the way. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> we should do a karaoke edition. Oh, no. Dear God. <laughs> no, okay, I need to tell you this story. <laughs> I have never been able to sing. I can't carry a tune to save my life. And I got it from my mother. 
Yeah. This is how we know that my mom cannot sing <laughs> because she used to sing to us when we were little kids. Right? Oh yeah, like yeah, like she would try to sing us like lullabies, like you know, like a mother would want to do. Mm-hmm. But me, as like a little asshole, I'm two years old, and my mom's listening, like singing me whatever song. Yes. I climb up onto her lap and put my hand over her mouth to make oh her stop singing. <laughs> my brother did this to her too. Like both of us did this independently of each other. So that must be that must have been <laughs> such a bruise. It in was the, yeah, <laughs> the ego. pretty pretty cruel in <laughs> hindsight. But uh, like, stop, yes, mom, stop. we are we are not a family of singers. <laughs> Very sadly. That's okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's so. so funny though. It's a good story. Yeah, I want to share that with the world. Okay. Some maternal pain. Anyway, yeah. So I'll play one more song, and it's another original. Which, um, nice. the last song, it's not even complete yet, but it's different from everything we've ever written just because we like to be acoustic. We like I- incorporating beatboxing because we've got a beatboxer in the band. Right, yeah. And this one is um, my emo side, quote unquote. <laughs> it's so Emotional. 2006. Yeah, it's rocky and we've, like, it was different because we, we were together and just started jamming and then we're like, wait this sounds good. This sounds like we, we should do this. I'm like, no, this isn't our, our niche. We are targeting, you know, poppy stuff, poppy people. Yeah. You're like, no, let's just let's break out of this. Because, you know, when bands always change their sound and people get mad. Yeah. But, you know, what? I was like, screw it. Do well, what it, you want. <laughs> you establish yourself as, like, an alternative in the first place. Yeah. Know? I don't know. There, I think there's a place for it. There is I'm a lo- place, yeah. Listeners, I'm looking at the garage band file right now. It looks pretty cool. I can't wait yeah. to hear it. Okay, here it goes. was my band's original song tentatively titled rain rain because it's about rain (laughs) it was raining that day so we're like okay make a song about rain (laughs) very original i appreciate your creativity turn me down a little bit okay (laughs) okay uh yeah that's cool i really like the i like you sounded really good thank you it's not not like it kind of blows my mind how different people's like singing voice and actual voice is you know Mm -hmm. like you sound so different but uh, it, it sounds really good i really like it thank you is this too now you're too quiet? I don't know. <laughs> I can't tell. Here. Try ah, this now. Uh, fucking who the hell knows. Anyways, whatever. Yeah. So that's a little tour through Janina Bondock's personal music library. Yes. Is that the kind of Pretty stuff good. you listen to on the regular? Like. Yeah. It's similar to stuff, stuff that I write is always influenced by stuff that I listen to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so, for sure. yeah. If like, I think about it as if like I was an outsider, would I listen to my own music kind of thing? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what I've that's what I've heard. Um, you know, the the good rule of thumb for a creator is like make stuff you would want to to listen consume. Because yeah. a lot of people or, conform yeah. to a certain genre just because it's popular. Yeah, and they can't stand performing it live because yeah. you're gonna have to sing that every night. If you oh want yeah, to. God, I can't imagine that. Yeah, so like, I don't know. I like playing songs that I have fun performing on stage because I know I'd, I'm gonna have to perform them eventually. Yeah, well, so. I mean that makes your performance so much better too because yeah. then it's, you're like you're genuinely having fun and the audience can pick up on that. Yeah, exactly. I think um, you feed off the audience too because like mm-hmm. a lot of the times, if the audience is dead, you're gonna feel dead. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. when they start cheering, you're like, yeah, I got energy. <laughs> it's like they're my coffee in the morning kind of thing. <laughs> Aw. <laughs> Shout out to the fans. Shout out All to the fans. Four of, four of them. Four. Um, <laughs> three and a <laughs> half. <laughs> I'm a fan. Yeah. Five. Five. I, I'm officially Five. a fan. We have 103 likes on Facebook. That's a lot of likes. That's yeah. more likes than I have on anything. I'm, <laughs> I don't you have put a personal in, Facebook well, for yourself. Yeah. Like Doesn't like everyone? Me. Like that's how... <laughs> is that how that works? Oh, pages. Do. Yeah, I don't pa- go on pages, Facebook. Yeah. Man. I hate Facebook. Yeah, because we... We've been over this. We're not going to talk about it. Yeah. That. That's um, different. It's <laughs> a different story. Shout out to the previous podcast. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Anyway. Most of the stuff that I listen to is really like random. I'll just oh, yeah? like hear stuff that's like, yeah, I've got this like library music. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about your selection. Oh, my God. Your okay. Playlist. Sure. Which one? Well, okay. Uh, let's start with the, the bottom that one. one here. Okay. Because okay. that is from somebody that I found at Folk Festival. Uh-huh. So 
that's the one like musical thing that I sort of relate to, I guess. Uh-huh. Maybe maybe zoom to like hang on, I've got a time code on my sure. phone here. Um is folk festival. So maybe go three minutes or so. Okay. Um we my family has been going to folk festival for ever. Like I've been going all my life. Yeah. Um and even though I'm not like really into like the indie folk music scene or whatever, it's just a great I really like it. Because it's kind of like a it's like a live version of what I what I do for music basically. It's just mm-hmm. kind of like browse around. Like you just cock your ear to the wind and if yeah. you hear something good, you head over to that stage and you can discover artists. So this artist is one of somebody I discovered at a folk fest a couple okay. of years ago. Who are uh, they? This is Kim Churchill. He is a Australian singer songwriter. Australian. Um, he was just playing this little stage, and uh, I really liked the sound of his stuff. So actually, this is one of the few artists mm-hmm. whose album I have actually purchased legally. Nice. <laughs> Although at, it's not at on the festival. Uh, yeah, I got nice. his CD. Or no, Ooh. I think I got it on iTunes afterwards. I don't know. No, I think I got a CD. Not important. Totally not important. Anyway. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I don't have it on my computer here, so we're just looking off a YouTube video. So, but okay. yeah, this is cool. uh, his song "Bathed in Black." Yeah, that's his uh, off of his album. Is it Bathed in Black? Is that what it's called? I forget what the album's called. Holy crap! Mm-hmm. This is just a video of him like playing in his basement. Nice. Um, the the actual produced version sounds a little bit better, but this is the only thing I could find um, offhand. But yeah, I really like the sound of like you have a little bit of folk and like authenticity. But I, I'm really into like I don't know. I like the mix of um, tr- traditional music and like electric sound oh yeah that's always um cool. like you'll you'll see this on my next clip actually okay uh there's a woman who does i mean she has a lot of her lindsey sterling here oh yeah the she's violinist. called lindsey sterling yeah she yeah, does um she's, cool. she's like an electric violinist basically she plays her songs like she she plays a violin live and then mixes in um electric music under underneath it mm-hmm. and i really enjoy the sound of that cool so this is her song uh round table rival And um, so, like, her stuff doesn't have lyrics or anything. Uh, it's just kind of the the sound of the violin and the, the electric music. And I really like that kind of stuff because I can listen to it while I'm, you know, working. Steady music. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy listening to it just by itself because mm-hmm. that's the kind of person I am. But, um, yeah, that being able to have instrumentals in the background and just kind of let it helps with the creative juices flow yeah. sometimes, you know? I would listen to and techno while yeah. sometimes. <laughs> and you don't have to, like, uh, concentrate on the lyrics or anything. It just kind of, like, is a nice beat. I, I, need, I love stuff with good beats. Yes. As an ex-percussionist, ex- uh, <laughs> the beat that. is the thing. It's, it's what I enjoy. The beat is, like, the, the meat. <laughs> the beat is the meat. The beat is the meat. <laughs> now, to be clear, we're not telling you to beat your meat. No, that's something no, different. No, no. <laughs> we do not, uh, well... Maybe we do. No, we don't. <laughs> Not in professional environments. Not in professional environments. And please don't do that while you're listening to the podcast, because that's just weird. That's just All weird. right. <laughs> I'm probably going to cut that part. <laughs> or I can cut it, because Or maybe we'll leave it in. Maybe we're just going to be crude. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah. And then my music playlist basically consists of what I, like, I'll find, like, posts on Tumblr and just 
like have a music tag and just listen to stuff off of that if I really need to be. Mm, okay. Um, and the other thing I've listened to a lot is video game soundtracks. Okay, so <laughs> like, is this on your yeah, here? if you click on that, there's video like one games. at the top. Tag um, music. Yeah. Don't read up the URL. Nobody can know. <laughs> this is secret Tumblr. Okay. Um, right but here? yeah. So this is a, a track from uh, Dragon Age Inquisition. Um, this is from the <laughs> from the new DLC. Mm. And just like there's something about the instrumental. Like obviously, video game instrumentals are meant to sort of keep you in the moment to keep you focused. Yeah. Um, especially music from like boss battles. Especially music from boss battles. Um, because it's sort of like it's meant to be like a counterpoint to the action on the screen. Yeah. So it's and it's really like intense. It's not really subtle stuff. It kind of beats you over the head with the, with the stuff, but. I don't know. I, I like I like action in my in my music. So a beat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This, this is a track from one of the new things. And, you know, after I was in band was kind of when I really started getting into orchestral type music because mm-hmm. it's a lot more fun. You can like, oh, that's an oboe or that's a French you horn. Pick you, can, each I- you can pick out each instrument. the instruments and kind of, yeah, it's kind of like you're following along in your mind. You know, you get, kind of got the sheet music or whatever. Uh, yeah. So that's pretty much all I have to say about that. Cool. Um, my music tastes are not terribly subtle or nuanced, but, you know, <laughs> it's I'm random. Definitely. I, it's totally random. Just kind of, <laughs> I think. Bits and pieces. Random playlists are the best because it's like you know you don't just stick to one genre because mm-hmm. a lot of people do and I only listen to hipster rock. <laughs> no, like I listen to everything. I mean, yeah. I love every. I just love music in general. Like I'm a music fan. I love jazz. I love rap, rock, you know, pop music, mm-hmm. um, club music, stuff you'd hear at the club. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Top forty. We're trying to sing again. Obscure Anyways. stuff. Yeah, and yeah, like music is music, and if you like it, you like it. You don't just, you know, shut yourself off to all other types of music. Well, I kind of do that. Well, I like. Yeah, obviously, I hope that you are, would be listening oh, widely because, well, yeah, but like, I don't like jazz, for example. Yeah, well, it it's okay to me. not like them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't like polka. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you about this one thing. Polkas. When we were in on that Europe trip, mm-hmm. we were at the Montreux Jazz Festival mm-hmm. in Switzerland. It was really cool. I wish you would have been there That'd or something be like because cool. I think you would have enjoyed that a, yeah. a lot. But there was this. Oh my god! Like our 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 jazz group played on a stage and people were listening. And it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we had a concert for this other jazz group um, that we were, we were going to, and it was like it was pretty actually a pretty miserable experience for Aww. me because um, the the pre pre roll act no not the pre roll what's the thing the opening, opening act? act yeah yeah <laughs> uh, they took like okay there was no seating in that club this was this is like a week into the tour already this is like getting up at six a.m. going to bed at two a.m. yeah like we were just going hard it was we were all pretty much exhausted by that point uh, and this was like. You know, one in the morning at this, like, dark club, no seats or anything. We're just waiting around for them. To, they started late, I think. Mm-hmm. And then the opening act was, like, they were really, it was it was technically a group, but it was basically just four musicians playing little solo bits one uh-huh. after another. And I think they were supposed to only be on for an hour, but they were on, they kept playing for, on. like, an hour and a half. Like, away. And we are just waiting for the headline to get on. At this point, I'm just, like, crouched in the back corner, trying yeah. not to fall asleep. And, like, I don't know. I think that experience kind boring. of it was just bad it was just very strange i, I mean if that, you, i yeah. don't know i wouldn't mind listening to an opening act if they were great yeah but if it was just bored you to tears then yeah like someone give them the, the yank <laughs> exactly the where's the cane play them off i wish yeah because like they, they didn't play together as a group which is kind of what you want to listen to yeah in that situation they were just like okay we're gonna listen to this guy play the trumpet for 15 minutes now we're gonna listen to this guy play the double bass for 15 minutes now we're gonna listen to this guy with the big sax play for another 15 minutes it's like oh my god 
what was in the background as each instrument was playing nothing it was just them <laughs> they were just weird. soloing yeah it was bizarre like because yeah. i mean in jazz you have that the thing where you're playing a group song and then people will come out for little solos right yeah that's totally a thing that's totally fine but it was basically just a performance consisting entirely of that of those little just bits fine. dragged way out oh way too long so yeah, that kind of soured me on jazz a little bit. Wow. That one experience was kind of yeah. Sucked, I went but. to um, vocal jazz camp mm. for a summer. Oh my goodness, that sounds was it good or bad? I liked it. Okay, what did you a do? Lot. Um, for two weeks straight, morning to evening, pretty much learn how to sing jazz mm-hmm. or read music, learn songs, learn how to sing in a group, learn how to harmonize and work with famous songwriters and stuff and. And then at the end, there was a concert, and everyone just kind of show off what they learned and mm-hmm. stuff. So it was cool. I liked it. Cool. Um, everyone was so... The only thing I didn't like about it was a lot of them were pretentious, vocally trained uh, musical theater. Uh, like, you know, those kind of people? Yep, and I was yep. just trying to have fun. And then these kids were like, I can sing an A. <laughs> I can hit a G, you know? Yeah. And like, you know? Like, that's yeah. the thing. Like, yep. I would never want to go to school for music as, love it, as much as I love it, because there's so many pretentious assholes yeah yeah like, i kind of got an expe- like like i said my high school was like an arts high school so right. lot, lots of those kind of people around yep even if i didn't interact with them like you'd see them in the hallway like they'd be doing choir major and dance major and oh my god i'll tell you what on on that same europe trip there was a group of like three or four ladies who were in like the a vocal quartet for the jazz yeah. thing they would practice on the bus <laughs> so we'd be sitting on the bus trying to like catch a nap on our way from one European city to another and in the back you hear them doing their vocal exercises <laughs> and you basically just want to beat your brains out because you're trying to have a nap here and exactly. then you've got people like doing operatic singing in the back of the bus and you can't escape them because you're in the bus for <laughs> and it's like sweltering and you're like why <laughs> it's why terrible exactly you get the qu- the, yeah <laughs> terrible so bad don't do it no. Be, be respectful of your fellow like, musicians. Regard for like I would never just bust out into a fit of loud singing ever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's a time and place. Like I don't like when people go like, "Okay, sing me this." Mm. I'm like, well, no. <laughs> do you I usually don't. like warm up when you sing? Yeah, I'll not properly. I don't <laughs> do the scales. Only in choir, but now, like before a show, I would just my warm up would just be singing like a song, and yeah. then yeah. eventually just go all out on the on stage, but. Yeah, I don't like warming up. I'm not <laughs> I'm terrible at that. I know it's like it's so like essential, like it in is. theory. Yeah, you should. But should've. then it's just like you just don't do it because you're lazy. You're lazy. Lazy children. Just like do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> exactly. What else did you do on that trip? Like, how long were you there for? Um, we were there about two and a half weeks. That's a long time. It was a long trip. Yeah. Uh, we spent about. We came back hating them. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was an interesting trip for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Mostly because I didn't have very many or really any close friends in band. Right. So, I would, like, there was one group of girls that I was kind of around, but there was, like, a lot of drama in between them. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was, like, semi-neutral. Uh, so I ended up being, like, the moderator for all their uh, drama. That's so me. Which was, <laughs> like, uh, it's not what I was, not what I signed up for. I just want to be in Europe and have some fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I mean, you know, it was it was pretty cool. We would, I would, you know, we stayed in, so, like, hostels in the Swiss Alps and, like, Ooh. went up to um, this, we went to Neuschwanstein Castle which is uh, in Germany. It's this, like, really, really elaborate castle built by this, like, crazy German king or whatever. Wow. It's, like, super elaborate. It's like Cinderella's castle, basically. It's what Cinderella, Cinderella's castle was based on. It's like for really the cool musical. architecture. They're, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It was not so cool with, like, the half-hour hike on a 45-degree angle to get up oh there. <laughs> you don't realize... You, Exercise. Like, this blew my mind, and it would probably blow your mind, too. It is amazing how many mountains there are in Europe. Yeah, because we're so used to just flat... It was boring. incredibly bizarre to be... In Switzerland, for example, and half the sky was mountains. Like it would be dark until ten o'clock in the morning because, like, wow, the sky seemed so small. And I, yeah, I actually it's felt claustrophobic. Yeah, I actually felt claustrophobic out there because I mean oh. I'm a prairie girl, right? Yeah, you got, you got sky till yeah, t- sky till the end of time, and then you're out there and it's just like. So the sun wouldn't actually rise until, until like yeah, noon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would like it'd be. You'd have some light, but it wouldn't be like direct sunlight. It was just kind of like dim. It was really bizarre. <laughs> I wish I could have gone on a trip, like, outside of Canada for music. Yeah. No, that was pretty cool. Well, I mean, the trip itself was pretty cool. The, like, hauling around of giant instruments. That's what I don't It's not like. so cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing about being a musician is you have to carry. Mm-hmm. Or any, like. Yeah. <laughs> any instrument you have. 
like it's it's cool being a singer because you just have your voice yeah but um being in a band having to carry guitars everywhere Mm -hmm. and not just guitars but the amps that come with it yeah all the equipment I've like developed so much like arm strength from just <laughs> carrying around amps. Yeah, it's a lot like Media Pro. So much equipment. Exactly. Equipment everywhere. Cameras and uh, tripods and yeah. It was in, like yeah. It prepared me for that. <laughs> <laughs> for the trip, everyone was like responsible for their own instrument. Yeah. So like you'd have the flute, the flautists, oh, flute players. That's why I love being a who flute just have player. like a, a rectangle. <laughs> it's so small. <laughs> or like even the trumpet players. It's not so bad because it's like it's a reasonable sized case, but it's like you know it's kind of like briefcase size. It's still manageable to carry around. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. So I was a percussionist. And if you think about all the equipment that, like, an orchestra has, like, you have the... We didn't obviously ship around those giant drums. Like, we had... Like, I couldn't take the timpanis, obviously, because they're enormous. They're, like, easily the biggest instrument in the band. Um, You need four people to... And they can't go on the plane, and it's it's a whole thing. But, um, like, have a giant um, bass drum, for example. It's taller than you are. Oh, wow. (laughs) But... So we had to improvise. So we basically had to take a drum kit... Uh, and use that for all of our like orchestral drums. Uh-huh. Uh, it was it sounded really strange because we're used to these like n- nice big resonant drums, right. and then we're sitting we're like setting up in the middle of this like small Italian like town's courtyard with no like amps or equipment or anything, and it's like okay use this drum that normally has a foot pedal on it as your bass drum, and it was just bizarre. <laughs> you got but, creative though. Yeah, so uh, the percussionists was like there was so much equipment that like. I mean, I was in charge of, like, a suitcase full of just random crap. Yeah. <laughs> like, stand pieces and, like, mounts and just sticks, uh, mallets, all that kind of thing. Um, and actually, so the people who had the small instruments, like flutes and clarinets, flutes you could just stick it in your backpack. Yeah. They had to be in charge of percussion equipment, <laughs> too. <laughs> it's like, no, that's too easy for yeah, you Yeah, there was so much out. stuff to haul around. Like, yeah. I felt so bad for the tuba players. <laughs> Like we did, we couldn't tuba. take full we couldn't take full size tubas. We had to take, take like, like euphoniums. Yeah, yeah, travel size tubas. Travel yeah. size tubas. Yeah, they had like half size tubas. Yeah, it wasn't actually euphonium. Euphonium. Uh, it was yeah like a travel size tuba, but yeah, very strange. Yeah, or very bizarre saxophone. <laughs> I even like performed in a jazz band just last year, mm. like at my old high school because they needed people, and then I'm still in contact with the music department there. Uh-huh. Just when they want us to come back and play that's cool and then it was so last minute and i was like man i didn't prep for this like yeah we need more saxophone players here's music read it and play it <laughs> like okay and i like messed up oh no too and I, on their um like their concert this was like their final performance and i'm like oh, i'm screwing everyone over i don't even go here anymore <laughs> like these kids need I don't to even shine. go here i suck that's so funny like, I was pretty good, and then, you know, you're out of practice for, like, five years. Yeah. And you come back, you're like, yeah. it's like riding a bike. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> and once you fall off the bike. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. no, it's, yeah, absolutely. You have to practice. We had, well, it's like, we had that happen a couple of times when we were in um, grade nine. Because, like, like I said, it's weird, like, the year 93, like, even when I moved to Westwood, yeah. the class was, like, bizarrely small. Oh, So okay. our band was still bizarrely small. Yeah. And so sometimes we would have to have, like, grade 12s come in and sub in for like clarinet pieces and like they were so much more advanced than we are they could just come in and sight read our music and away we right. go um did you ever have to do optimist in yeah. Band? yeah 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 so i get this on the day of optimist the day we're supposed to go one of our percussionists just dropped out of band what like the day of the festival that's that's low <laughs> and, why yeah. would you do that dude? it was just ridiculous and I, like the whole band pretty much hated him after that for of the course. entirety of high school Cause it's like it's the day of the festival. Cause and uh, as a percussionist, and this is um, for people who don't know. Yeah, got, got food in my yeah. mouth. So yeah, Optimist is like a yearly uh, festival for like concert bands, um, for high school concert bands, basically. And there's judges. There's judges. You yeah, get you, you get, get in there you, you and get you get judged and you get a score and yeah. the top bands like win a trophy or a prize or something like that. Yep. You anyway, get gold, yeah. silver, whatever. It's like the Olympics for band kids, basically. <laughs> it's like it's the thing. Because we can't do sports, so this is what we do. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just as high stress, and it's like you got to wear like fancy dress, and you got to wear like heels, and I'm trying to push Uniforms. the pedal on your drums, mm-hmm. and it's just it's not working. Anyways, but so <laughs> and it's not like a, like a clarinet dropped out, and you can just cover it. Like there's three other first clarinets. So you was just the only the other person. It's the only percussionist there, so yeah. we had to grab a grade twelve, and he just came oh. in and like bang the drum and whatever. Yeah. Like it ended up being fine, but like man, the stress. Yeah. So much, so bad. There was actually another year in Optimist where we had this one song that was, um, 
think it was like Jungle Fever or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was kind of a jazzy tune for a concert band. Yeah. Uh, so our teacher decided, like, he taught jazz band as well. So we kind of like took it really far and we like changed the music a whole bunch and kind of made it this interpretive thing. We changed, nice. there was like some solos you in the middle. You remixed it. We kind of remixed it actually. <laughs> and the that. judges were pissed. Why? They hated it because like we deviated too much from the Ooh, original music. not authentic. Exactly. Like you re- The composer is mad. Exactly. I don't <laughs> well, know. Composer- I like when people, like if someone remixed my song and did it like well and creatively. Yeah. Or even just remixed it, I'd be like, that's cool. Do, yeah. what, do what you want. Like. Yeah. And like. And that's the point of music is, yeah. you, you know got to be creative and find new ways to listen to a, a song that i don't know let's say you listen to it a million times you mm-hmm. want to hear it in a new way bring out a new aspect of it yeah you can make it work like people do jazz remixes of pop songs and pop remixes of jazz songs and it works yeah, yeah it's a creative venture and yeah. yeah so like normally like our optimist scores would come back and that would like affect our grade basically really? that was like well normally it was like, not really affect our grade, but it was like it was like, <laughs> it kind of influenced our grade a little bit you know okay. but this time around we got the feedback and they're like you suck and it was terrible and, da, 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 da. and our teacher was so annoyed he's like don't listen to them you guys played great yeah you're gonna get a great mark and f those guys yeah, f like, those guys. They don't know it was it was about. uh it was an interesting experience because it was like you had like the so two authorities nervous. who were at, at yeah. odds because I don't, I don't know it's like competing on a show where you're getting judged by how good you can perform mm-hmm. it's so i don't know i think art should just you should just express you yeah. know you shouldn't be judged for it yeah trying to be rigorous about arts like like there's still like there's technical ability right mm-hmm. like if you play a certain piece of music and you play the wrong note well okay you kind of failed there <laughs> but but yeah like but the once thing is, you, you guys kinda... you guys didn't you know play wrong notes you yeah. just changed it up a bit yeah yeah so uh, yeah it's that, i don't know i watch i used to watch a lot of reality talent shows mm-hmm. like american idol and the judges would love it every time an uh a contestant would change up the song and make it their own oh yeah that's yeah they just love that it's like whoa you're so original because it's so hard to be original these days with mm-hmm. music and everyone's recycling each other's stuff and trying to all sound the same and as soon as someone does something that's bizarre it's people eat that up and like yeah so cool I guess for, like, a high school thing, they just kind of think, it's like, oh, you're still students. You should still be learning the, like, the proper techniques and the basics and, you guys and stuff. Just, you just went above and beyond. They yeah. took it as, like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> like, for what example, so the start of the song was supposed to be, like, a flute solo. Yeah. You'd have, like, the little, like, intro whatever. We didn't have a flutist that was good enough to pull that off, so instead we had a guy play it on electric guitar. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, and it sounded really good. He like, I'd love that. Yeah, so... We yeah we did a whole bunch of changing it up and like, <laughs> uh, we had this whole like, cause there's there's one like rhythm section in the middle. Yeah. There was like eight percussion parts and it was like a layering effect. So there was it was a solo on a couple of bongos first and then you add in, um, some toms and then you add in like a, a castanet and then you add in a snare mm-hmm. and it sort of like it layered on top of each other and it sounded really cool. Nice. Um, unfortunately, I was just like the. <laughs> the end part so it was like when I started playing it's like oh this is when it's done now it's okay, over bye so you had like blank like, rests for most of the song um like there was there was some some there was actually music there uh-huh. but uh we were encouraged to go off off script and just kind okay. of off, yeah, off like script that, like though. just kind of freestyle it whatever there yeah. was a guy who was doing the the set of a drum I think, set I think music class yeah. really messed me up I don't know perform- not like in a bad way but like the fact that I have to do it this way and this way only, mm. and for the first couple of years of choir, I would just sing very robotically and oh, yeah. try to sound yeah. like how the recording sounds, and then they're like, no, you're your own musician, you have your own style, do it your way, Yeah, stop conforming, just because the first couple of years, everyone had to sing the same and sound unified, mm-hmm. so it sounds like a choir, not just a bunch of random kids yeah, yeah. wailing and stuff, so, yeah. and then when I like graduated, it was hard for me to just kind of find my own style, and then I eventually found it, and it was like, oh, this is so much, you, you feel so much more freedom. Yeah. Yeah, I think teaching music in an institutional setting like school yeah. is like, I mean, it's great, like, because otherwise, you know, like, kids that wouldn't have exposure to it otherwise have the opportunity to, to get into it. Yeah. Um, but I think it's definitely of like limited use if you're wanting to do more with your music. Uh-huh. Wow, excuse me. Um, yeah, it's just there is a limit to what you can learn in a group that way, mm-hmm. especially when you're constrained by the like the lowest common denominator of like skill. Yep. I say that as a person who was the lowest common denominator of uh-huh. skill. <laughs> like like I said, like I could play, but I wasn't like super creative or I didn't have like didn't have that spark, you know. 
that's part of you obviously do. Well, like, <laughs> like you can write songs. Like, how does that even like that blows my mind? How does that even I don't work? No, I think I started writing songs when I was like twelve, mm-hmm. and I would just play chords, and then melodies would come in my head, and then I would write lyrics separately and then somehow start singing them with the melodies <laughs> and then bam i have a song and That's, then uh, like i've never written witchcraft sorcery bro, what, is, what sorcery is this um but a lot of the writing i do is with with a group collectively just because it's it's great to have that like minds work together yeah because it when i write by myself i'm like man this could sound so much better because i'm like the lyrics of the group and the melodies and then the guitarist he does all the instrumental stuff mm-hmm so yeah. everyone kind of contributes what they're best at, and then it just turns into, like, a musical baby. <laughs> like, it's just, like, it's birthed. A musical baby. Is it anything like a food baby? <laughs> food baby. Much less gross, I'd imagine. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> a musical baby. I like that. <laughs> the musical baby episode brought to you by whatever we're going to do. sponsor yeah. we're... Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I'm going to cut that out, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Moving right along. Anyways. Yeah, we're about an hour. That's Sweet. probably pretty good. Okay, okay. I'm glad guys. that worked out. It was fun listening to your music. This was I a great episode. Appreciate learning more about you as a person. Likewise, I'm sure our audience will as well. Mm-hmm. I hope, hope so. so. Anyways, <laughs> hope they haven't just tuned out by now. Anyway, uh, so next week, what do you want to do for next week? Uh, our instru- okay, l- listeners, a little bit of candid information. So we we happened to mention that we were a little bit more uh, outgoing when we were drunk, and now our instructor wants us to get drunk for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> do a drunk episode. A drunk so episode. That may or may not we, happen. What would we talk about, though? I don't know. It like, needs, we need this topic. Yeah. I don't, well, like, I mean, we could talk about mental health. We, you don't want to do that while you're drunk. While you're drunk. That gets really dark really fast, it's let okay. me tell you. <laughs> like, just from, like, my you, experience last night. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> a little bit hungover. Shh. Shh. Doesn't matter. Um, everyone has their own coping mechanism. Yes. <laughs> well, okay, we could do mental health. We could do video games we could do the drunk episode uh find out which one we're gonna do next week on background noise toodles outro